Welcome to the Know and Do podcast. This is episode number 51, Opposition in All Things. I am Justin Barton, a son of God and the host of the Know and Do podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you recall from the last podcast, the invitation was to ask God where He needs me today, then to act in that position and do my responsibility, whether that is in a primary role or in the role of backing someone else up, even if my actions are completely invisible. And it was related to baseball, the only true sport. Part of the potential power in this podcast is for people to be able to share their experiences of faith and hope in an honest and open manner. If you had an experience recently that relates to acting within your role and either backing up someone in a time of crisis or someone else backing you up and you're willing to share it, please email your experience to knowanddopodcast at gmail.com. Now for today's lesson, experience, and invitation that will be centered around opposition in all things. I have recently been listening to some music that was written by Corey Ellsworth, the friend and mentor of mine that I interviewed on this podcast a few weeks ago. He wrote a musical play called Crosses, A Musical of Hope, to share his autobiographical experience of faith and hope, even through the most difficult trials. I recently awoke with the chorus line from one of the songs from that musical play called Joy and Pain in my head. And the chorus goes like this. Why is pain so close to joy? Why does happy walk with sad? Why are valleys close to mountain peaks? Why do castles turn to sand? As I have walked the meadows, mountains, and valleys of life, I have often posed similar questions. Why do people cry when they're both happy and sad? Why are emotional outbursts very similar for many when celebrating a championship or when snapping in anger and rage? It is an interesting phenomenon in my experience. I think that if someone were to just walk in on me with no contextual background when the Arizona Diamondbacks won the World Series in such dramatic fashion in 2001, they could have easily thought I was raging and insane when in reality, my joyful and victorious emotions were higher and more passionate than they had ever been in my entire life, and the reaction was just pure and insane. Jumping, punching the air, throwing things, screaming and yelling, running around the house and the neighborhood yelling at the top of my lungs. Crazy? Yes. Rage? Absolutely not. Joy? Maybe not lasting and eternal joy but a temporary spike in happiness like I have never felt, nor have I felt since then. Without context, these emotions of joy and pain, happy and sad, etc., can really be confused by a a looker-on. So, it got me thinking why that might be. In 2 Nephi 2, verse 11, the prophet Lehi is speaking with his son Jacob, and basically giving his deathbed advice to his son, and says, For it must needs be that there is an opposition in all things. If not so, my firstborn in the wilderness, righteousness could not be brought to pass, neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good nor bad. Wherefore, all things must needs have a compound in one. Wherefore, if it should be one body, it must needs remain remain as dead, having no life, neither death, nor corruption, nor incorruption, happiness, nor misery, neither sense nor insensibility. According to these words of a man of God, 
If there was not opposition in all things, there would be no progression. Even in the Garden of Eden, where fruits and vegetables spontaneously grew, animals lived in peace. There were no weeds and no contention. Even there, God placed the tree of knowledge of good and evil, along with the commandment to not eat of that fruit, or they would surely die. Even in Eden, there was opposition. Immortality? They had. There was no death. But there was the option of death. The freedom to choose to obey or to disobey was theirs. And that choice of obeying or disobeying, the choice to move either to joy or to misery, the choice of either liberty or captivity, it was all theirs. It is necessary for me to experience pain in order to understand joy, to experience sadness in order to really feel happy, to watch something I built or created on my own crumble before my eyes to really feel and know what is truly important. Today's invitation is to reflect on a time where I have experienced severe opposition in my life. Perhaps it's right now. And then ask God for the insight to understand why I am experiencing this. Then, to look for God's answer to that question in my life. My experience is that God will will show me the reason why I walked through each trial at a future date. The premise of know and do is to share my personal experiences of faith and hope and tie those to either a verse of scripture from one of many sources that people all over the world consider as inspired and holy, or to a quote from godly and inspired men and women from throughout history. From these experiences and sources, I will then issue an invitation to myself, and in turn to the audience, to do what is now known. I do not pretend to be an expert on doctrine or on any of the subject matters that will be shared. I only claim to be one of God's children, walking through life the best way I can figure, striving to do God's will for me, and sharing what I experience. If you feel that this podcast is a positive influence in your life, please subscribe to it, then rate it and review it. Also, please like and follow Know and Do on Facebook. Find us there by searching for Know and Do. As always, my experience is that the key to peace and happiness in life is knowing Jesus Christ and doing as He teaches. say that after all I've done and failed to do I feel like less than I was meant to be and what if I could fix myself maybe then I could get free I could try to be somebody else who's much better off than me but I need to remember this that is when I'm at my weakest I'm